Hi, welcome to the book club. I'm Mr. Gray, and I'm here with three of my students. And today we're going to be talking about Red Wall by Brian Jock. I'll let each of these students introduce themselves and say one thing they love to do besides reading. Well, uh, my name is John, and uh, I like to play ping pong with my brother. Uh, my name is Milo, and I like basketball. Uh, my name is Evan, and I like basketball. And in just a second, we'll get to our discussion of Red Wall, talk about some of the characters and themes in this book. Before that, we're going to have somebody read a section from Redwall so you can hear what it's all about. Evan, could you tell me who's going to be our celebrity reader today and what section of the book they'll be reading? Okay, so uh, the celebrity reader is Guy McIntyre. He is a uh, offensive lineman for the 49ers, and he's going to be reading uh, when uh, Clooney is starting to enter Redwall. Awesome. So we'll listen to that section of the book, and then we'll be right back with our discussion. Enjoy. Red Wall, Chapter 2. The high, warm sun shone down on Clooney the Scourge. Clooney was coming. He was big and tough, an evil rat with ragged fur and curved, jagged teeth. He wore a black eye patch. His eye had been torn out in a battle with a pig. Clooney had lost an eye. The pig had lost its life. Some say that Clooney was a Portuguese rat. Others say that he came from the jungles far across the wide ocean. Nobody knew for sure. Clooney was a bilge rat, the biggest, most savage rodent that ever jumped from a ship to shore. He was black with gray and pink scars all over his huge, sleek body from the tip of his wet nose, up past his green and yellow slitted eye, across both his mean tattered ears, down the length of his heavy vomit ridden back to the enormous whip-like tail which had earned him his title, Clooney the Scourge. Now he rode on the back of a hay wagon with his 500 followers a mighty army of rats, sewer rats, tavern rats, water rats, dockside rats, Clooney's army, fearing yet following him. Red Tooth, his second in command, carried a long pole. This was Clooney's personal standard. The skull of a ferret was fixed at its top. Clooney had killed the ferret. He feared no living thing. Wide-eyed with the terror of rat smell in its nostril, the horse plunged ahead without a driver. Where the hay cart was taking him was of little concern to Clooney. Straight on, the panicked horse galloped, past the milestone lodged in the earth at the roadside, heedless of the letters graved in the stone, Red Wall Abbey. 15 miles. Clooney was a god of war. Clooney was coming nearer. Welcome back. So thanks again to our celebrity reader for sharing that section of Redwall with us. Redwall is part of a large series of books. So if you enjoy this first one, there are plenty more to read. Uh, let's get started talking about this book, though. What is the basic plot of Redwall? 
So the plot of Redwall is about um, a little clumsy mouse named Matthias who one day wants to protect um, Redwall Abbey from a one-eyed menacing rat called Clooney, the Scourge. Nice. So our main character, Matthias, who can say a little bit more about him, what he's like uh, at the beginning of the story? Well, in the beginning of the story, Matthias is a clumsy mouse, but as the story progresses, he becomes brave and... Oh. <laughs> um, well, he um, uh, he develops during the story because he has he's more jobs around the abbey in helping people, and that's what uh, he tries to do even when he's not protecting Redwall. Um, who can say a little bit more about where Matthias lives and, and Redwall Abbey? Uh, Matthias lives in a well, kind of castle little area called Redwall because it, it's it's. It's basically a kingdom surrounded by, like, wall. Um, right. Yeah, and um, outside the wall is a uh, forest um, um, where other animals live. And uh, there are many um, creatures inside of Redwall. Well, obviously mice. And then um, there's a badger. And then um, uh, there's even some, like, um, hedgehogs and other, like, some ferrets. One of our listeners, Leo, wants to know about some of the other characters in the book besides Matthias. So who are some of your favorite characters in this book? Tell us their name and, and maybe something about what they're like. Um, my favorite, honestly, is Clooney the Scourge because he's kind of like cold and heartless. <laughs> and he, he really has no mercy. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he um, is not just him. He has a whole rat horde considering he's a rat, rat himself um and they are trying to uh, capture redwall and um uh they're constantly at war with uh, redwall and the mice and honestly yeah i like Clooney too um and really he just really doesn't care who he kills he just wants to kill it's like his mission or very brutal uh, are there any other friendly characters in this in this book um well there's <laughs> There's Cornflower, uh, who Matthias likes. Um, she's a assistant cook for Friar Hugo, and she um, uh, she's very brave uh, as some part of the books in some part of the books. So several of our listeners, including Vilko and Addie, want to know more about the wall. Why is the kingdom walled off? Why are people trying to break into the kingdom? What is sort of the central conflict of this book? Um, well... It's a wall because, um, because well, creatures are trying to come in all the time because uh, it's so grand and so empowering to other people. And, like, uh, Clooney, he wants to have power over everyone. Our listener, Jared, wants to know, uh, what kind of book would you describe this as? So is this a book that's a little bit more slow, or is it action-packed? Is it dramatic? Is it funny? How would you describe this book to our listeners? Well, it's like a, a slow start, but then it gets... Um, as the story progresses, it gets action-packed and, like, very exciting. It also has a lot of suspense, so it, you really don't know what's coming next. You just want to keep reading and reading. Could each of you tell me one of your favorite scenes from this book? So as you think back on, you know, all the different things that are going on, uh, whether they're funny or, or slow-paced or fast-paced or action-packed, uh, what's the scene that you enjoyed most in Redwall? Well, for me, it was when... Um, 
kind of when uh, Clooney the Scourge in the very start, um, when he captured like the church and then all his uh, his whole gang just ransacked the place. But, yeah, it, it kind of shows how heartless he really is. Uh, my favorite part is when uh, Matthias makes a bet with Captain Snow, the owl, um, that if he um, captures the sword from Asmodeus, <laughs> um, um, the snake, uh, he would um, uh, um, uh, give up eating mice and rats and shrews and, um, and give him the medal, a medal for some reason. Um, and he, uh, because he bets that because he thinks a mouse cannot take down a huge poisonous snake. But he does um, because uh, Matthias is really smart and can um, uh, and uh, and that's when he um, he saves the shrews with um, because he wants to bring peace to everyone. Okay, so my favorite part in the book is kind of like what John said, but it's in the beginning where um, Clooney is taking his rat scourge um, kind of close to Redwall. And one of his rats, I guess the horse, um, jumps up and starts running. One of the rats fall off, and he gets stepped on by the horse. And just Clooney just really doesn't care, and he just moves on. So that shows that he um, wants to accomplish things on his own, and he doesn't care who dies. Before we started recording, uh, one of you was telling me about a special object in this story. Um, could you tell me a little bit more about what that special object is and why it's so important to the development of Redwall? Um, the object is Martin the Warrior's sword, and Martin the Warrior was the uh, protector of Redwall before Matthias, uh, Matthias came along, and uh, he died um, in battle. Um, but his sword um, was lost at first, um, but then uh, um, Matthias got it from the snake, Asmodeus. But um, first had it was the, um, the crows, and... Um, their leader lost it, and uh, Matthias captured it again. One of the things we always talk about in our ELA class are themes and messages, right? That authors write books because they're trying to get us to learn some sort of lesson or take some sort of message away or evaluate a theme. So what do you think the themes and messages in Redwall are? Well, there's a, there's a quote that's a... You want me to read that quote? Yeah. Okay, so one of the quotes that we picked out to read today says, Knowledge is a thing that one cannot have enough of. It is the fruit of wisdom to be eaten carefully and digested fully, unlike that lunch you were bolting down, little friend. How does that connect to, to a theme or message, would you say, John? It kind of connects that uh, the Matthias, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Anyways, Matthias. Matthias, he's very, like, uh, he always, like, He's on like a quest for knowledge and stuff, and also to save Redwall. Okay, so that knowledge is important, something that we should strive for. Any other themes or messages that you think the author wanted us to take away from this book? I kind of agree with John, but um, my interpretation is that um, you have to know what you're doing before you're doing it. Okay, so knowing the reason for, for yeah. why you're doing something. Unlike a clean scourge, he wants to kill. And, kill, and he doesn't kill. really care what happens to him. Doesn't think about the consequences either. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, a couple of our listeners, especially uh, Jose, is wondering what other books would you like to recommend to people if they enjoy Redwall? I recommend probably the whole Redwall series, but you can't really finish it. 
too too long. Anyways, it's on the it's along the same lines as um, Redwall, except some of them are a bit more adventurous than others. Sure. Yeah, um, I would uh, recommend uh, uh, Dead End Norvelt because it's um, it's it's somewhat of the same topic. Um, it's very adventurous and uh, action packed of what he's trying to do. Um, I also like the Redwall um, series because I've read most of them. Um, uh, like John said, some of them are more action-packed than others, but um, some just uh, have lessons throughout the whole book and not just action. Uh, a couple of our listeners, Avery and Sarah, are wondering, what would you ask Brian Jock, the author of Redwall, if, if we had him here, what questions would you want to ask? Why did he write this book? Yeah, it's for who? Like, about yeah. It. How, what motivated him to write 25 giant books? Yeah, and about um, we'll what he wrote about, like, um, about rice and uh, mice and what they were trying to do. And, like, when did he develop this? Like, how did that just pop up in his brain that he was going to write about mice? If you guys were going to give a rating to this book, um, how would you rate it? Uh, I'd rate it four and a half. Pretty good book. Decent read. <laughs> I'd rate it a five out of five. Um, it's uh, one of the best books I've ever read. It's amazing. I'd rate it a ten and a half out of ten and a half because it's filled with action and suspense. Awesome. So what's what's our last word on Redwall? Why is, why is it a good reason for somebody to read this book? What's What are they going to take away from it if they read it? They'll be what they'll take away is probably the breath because it's it's one of the best reads I've ever read. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all the time that we have. Let's thank uh, John, Milo, and Evan for talking about Redwall today. Thank you.